Ladies and gentlemen, make sure we're plugged in. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to You Find Yourself in an Inn. Around the table is Jonah, Gunner, Nate, Landry, and myself, Eric. We're actually going to do the tavern talk tonight. We got started a little late, no fault of anybody's. Um, and we're leaving a little early. But, uh, no fault of anybody's. Before, before we get into... No fault of everyone. Before we get into this, this tavern talk that we're going to do tonight, um, I, I got to looking at some numbers earlier today. Um, with, with life being as busy as it was and all of us kind of hitting summer vacations and whatnot, we kind of missed it. Um, today, and we're going to date ourselves here, today is August 24th, 2022. On August 2nd, 2022, that actually made our two-year anniversary of being on this show. So August 2nd, 2022 made two years that we've been doing this. And looking at the numbers, um, I, I kind of looked at how many episodes we had and how many hours of our lives we've sunk into the show and whatnot. Um, since... August 2nd of 2020, we have released 94 episodes. This will make our 95th episode, so maybe we can come up with something fancy to do for 100th or something. Um, and these are these are kind of rough rough estimations. I could have, you know, lost a minute or two somewhere. But in total, across all 94 episodes, across two years that we've been doing this, does anybody want to take any guesses on how many hours of content we have? I feel like... 300. So Jonas is 300. Gunner, I'm actually not going to let you guess because I was excited and told you about this whenever you got here. I'm thinking close to 600. Close to 600, Landry? Hold on, let me do some math here. No, no math. Give me a quick guess. Uh, uh, we're going to go, we're going to go, we're going to go. Your numbers are going to be skewed because some episodes are less than an hour and some episodes are over six hours. Yes. So we're going to go like 480. Okay, so 480, 600. Gunner is forcefully abstaining. And Jonas is three. Yep. All right. Jonah was the closest. We have 287 hours, okay. 56 minutes, and 17 seconds of content. Um, that comes out to roughly a little bit less than 12 straight days. So if you put Just our days? if you but if you put I mean that's 24 hours a day for almost two weeks straight. So and you got to think you know we've missed six weeks at a time things like that. So I just I don't know I thought it was fairly interesting. Uh, Consulting my sticky notes here in Adventurers Guild alone, I think we have 77 hours. Yeah, 77 hours, 7 minutes, and 47 seconds. Now, keep in mind, Adventurers Guild, that's just what's recorded. All the unrecorded stuff, which was about half our game, you know, was obviously not recorded. So, I, did, I just thought it'd be cool to kind of take a second and look at all of that. I don't know. I, I found the numbers interesting. But enough of my ramblings. The tavern talk that we're bringing you guys tonight. Um, we kind of we, we sat down and not really sure why Landry asked for the list. Maybe he's gonna throw us against him or something like that. But we all kind of went. I don't know what I'm DMing next, so I have no fucking clue. We all kind of went around the table um, and we compiled a list. What did we say? Twenty two. Twenty two. We compiled a list of twenty two to us subjectively of of twenty two of the most iconic monsters from D and D. Um, and if you've listened to our, our Monster Manual Mayhem episodes, you know, we just kind of hit, you know, we hit an entry in the Monster Manual, we'll talk about it for a little bit and move on. This will kind of follow that same format. But, uh, yeah, so we're just going to go through these 22 and... We should have we ranked them. We should know we should rank them. Oh, boy. Rank them in terms of what? In, like, like how we... iconic to DM. Okay. Are. So, so, like, S tier, A tier? No, 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 we don't have time for that. But like, just, just, like, like... Levels of iconicness? I, well, I was thinking the S tier, A tier, but not like, like a whole like thing of it. Like yeah. just be like, this so, is this is like this is the most iconic thing you get. This is a little bit more obscure, but this is very D and D. Yeah. Something like that. But not ranking it on levels of would not want to run into it in the back alley. 
Oh, we can also do that. We can do that if you want. We didn't say Hydra. I think I think because I, I feel like that's yeah. a little bit separate. That's like Greek mythology. Yeah, that's yeah, kind of more broad. Greek. Also, we didn't say Golem, which is also more broad, but still, we never find one. Well, because I, mean, I know I know the talk of Golems is in the the the, the Torah, so like that's yeah. a very old thing. We still haven't found Godzilla. Anyway, you know what? Fair enough. Godzilla, we're already on the list. Twenty-three now, baby boy. Right. But we've got we've got twenty-two monsters. Yes. Um. And uh, uh, monsters, monsters and races. Yeah, monsters, creatures, things like that. Yeah. Things you'll find in the Monster Manual. So, um, but we're just kind of kind. Oh, we could have said slons too. But anyway, um, I, I don't know. I well, let's see. I think I think I don't think it's slons exactly. I think if you don't think of it, it's not super iconic. Yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, like when you think of like you think of like like a hard rock band. It's like Ozzy Osbourne. Whenever I whenever I think of D and D, I don't think of a slon. But whenever I think of a slot, I think of D and D. Yes, is the thing. So I think this is when you think of D and D, you, you think, think of this. You think of these, right. and then when you think of these, how iconic to the D and D are they? Yeah. All right, so let's see. I think of Greek mythology. All right, no, so let's ch- chimeras. Yeah, Greek mythology. That's really? I think of. Yeah, that's, big... Greek... that's crazy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Jackson, bro. Never read it. Oh, okay. Um, so Except let's... they didn't have a dragon head; they had a snake tail. Let's just kind of. Uh... And the the goat head was actually like in the middle of the back. Really? In some renditions, but anyway. Yeah, some renditions it's like they're on top of each other. It's really weird. Just play some dragons dogma. You'll see. Yeah, oh yeah. But let's start this list. So Landry's got it in front of him, and we'll kind of go. Oh, we'll, cockatrice. Whenever we uh, think of. Anyway. Yeah. But whenever we whenever we say an entry, we'll say who around the table had suggested it, and just kind of go from there. So I think we started. What's the first one on the list, Landry? Owlbear. Owlbear. I think that was, that was Mr. Nathaniel. Yeah, but I think we all thought of it. Everybody. So I, that's one of the most iconic monsters in the Yeah. So the owl bear, and I, I don't, I don't want to talk too much about like stats or anything. If you can just think of something off the top of your head, or Nate, you've got a monster manual in front of you. If you just want to jump to owl bear, and we'll just kind of use that yeah. book for all of us. Oh, uh, owl nice. bears. Fuck yeah. Fuck yeah. They, the, the way that they appear, they they look like an owl and the bear. bear. Well, well. I don't know. What? Oh, the bear heads actually owl. Actually, they're created by a wizard trying to do something, and he fucked up, and he made an owl bear race. What is it about owl bears that just make them so iconic to you guys? Um, I think what initially do we want to do iconic to us or iconic to like what we think the, the reason why they're iconic to D and D. Just in 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 a grand scheme of things, uh, I think it's the name. Okay. It's... I think it is the the mysticism behind it. Okay. And it's the kind of the, a cool merging of two races, two two creature types that people love. Owls and bears are two of the most loved animals out there, especially in fantasy settings. So a merging of the two just strikes fear into the people's hearts. And also in first edition, owl bears were hard. They yeah. kill, and they killed a lot of players. <laughs> like people don't often think of owls and bears in conjunction, but they're both like predators. Hmm. And it's kind of like that's fucking terrifying to think of. It'd be like. Mixing a tiger and a hawk—that's arguably more fucking. That's terrifying. Yeah. Also, in D and D, there's very not very many original mixed races in there. Like a griffin is not original to D and D. That's done by Greek mythology. Albert is strictly like that is put in D and D. That was made by the creators of D and D. And that's the only one they've done. That's a, that's two races, two like beast creatures combined together, which is really weird. I think they should do more. Yeah. Like, like a turtle lion. Yeah. Don't they have turtle lions? I don't think so. They do. I was like, lion turtles are a thing, aren't they? Yeah. <laughs> lion turtles are a thing. Lion turtles? 
I think Landry just made that up. I don't think he meant to. Like, <laughs> I did. I, don't, I just. Those are things. I, don't know. I think it's, I think it's a thing from Avatar. No, Lion Turtles. We all win against one, and Clam Chowder. That was won. a dragon turtle. Oh, that was a dragon turtle. You're right. Sorry, my bad. I know there's I, sea lions. I, I, I yeah, sea lions are cool. I, I just think like like an owlbear. Um, you know, because some not all, but some D and D monsters are some sort of amalgamation of of two things, two things that usually don't go together. Turtle. That's right. And so, like like an owlbear, yeah. I feel like is like like it's the first it's the first amalgamation character that I would think of. You know, everybody knows what an owl is. Everybody knows what a bear is. You say owl bear, whether somebody's seen what they look like or not, you can probably kind of gather what it is. Well, see, the weird thing about it is, I think owl bears would have wings. Like that's when I hear owl bear, if I didn't know what it was, I would think it had wings, like an owl. Which I think is more terrifying than what it, that it doesn't have wings. Maybe that's why it doesn't have wings. Yeah, yeah, it's it'd too broken. It'd be like if uh, spiders had wings. Fuck it, I don't want to. I don't, I don't want to talk about that or anymore. Snakes. Yeah, uh, there are snakes with wings in there. I'm very sorry don't, to tell you. Don't, don't. Why? They're coming this way. I was right having now. a pretty good day. You're a jackass. I don't right. like snakes either, man. So, yeah. so S A B D F. Where are we putting the owl bear on? How iconic they are. Iconic ability. I I I, I, I iconography. I, still a different thing though. Just how how iconic they are to the game as a whole. Where are we gonna put owl bears? I think it's an S. S. I think it's straight. It's an S for me. Johnny. Owl bears. Yeah. I say Albert's are an S. Okay. So you are you in the like, a, are you in the morning? I was I was gonna put him in an A. I don't think it, but okay. So it depends. Or is only one thing allowed to be an no, S? No, I mean there, okay. no, I mean I wouldn't say there's one thing. I just I would put them as A because there's two things for sure on that list that I can think of off the top of my head that I would definitely put an S. Three if you had to stretch me, but even then, I don't know. They're, well, they're, my thinking is that it's also people who don't know D and D have probably heard of an Albert before. Mm-hmm. And so that's that's what Not also many, I think transcends it out of the yeah. of an A tier. A tier is like yeah, you know, any, but everybody in D and D's heard this, but A S tier is like people outside D and D, like a pretty decent portion, like, especially with more D and D media coming out, have heard of Gwen Palberts. I was like, not to be like a contrarian, but it also has the bonus points of not being mentioned in Stranger Things. That is also because you and I on our tiers of play tavern talk, we kind of talked about my views on D and D and Stranger Things, so. Yeah, so it hasn't been put in a lot of the major media until this new movie that's coming out, because they have an Albert yeah. trailer. But but other than that, people I think people knew decently about it before that. Because people I know they talk about like yeah, the only thing I really know about D and D is the, the there's dungeons and there's like a red dra- like red dragons. Like I don't know what you do. There's like an they think an Albert. You're like I have a story for you, my friend. <laughs> yeah. So we decided Albert S tier. Somebody write this down. I got it. Don't worry. What's the next thing on the list? Beholder. Beholder? I'm going to come out and say it. Beholder for me is an S tier. Oh, I think it's definitely an S tier. Absolute S tier. I mean, that's the Across most the iconic monster besides that the dragon. Is, that has been on almost every single um, monster manual. Mm-hmm. Except for 4th edition had Orcus. Because I don't know why. <laughs> Orcus. Orcus. No, I just, Beholders... I mean, you, you can take... You know, let, let's say you do have a new player at the table. Odds are you're going to have three books at the table along with you, with this new player. You're going to have your player's handbook, your monster manual, and your dungeon master's guide. The, you know, as a, as a new player, they're probably going to be most interested in looking through the monster manual. Because you look through the player's handbook, as somebody who knows how to play the game, there's a lot of information in there. You don't know how to play the game, there's not a whole lot of useful information in there. 
Any, of, anybody can flip through the monster manual and kind of know what's going on, though. And the Beholder's right there, smack on the front. There's and a lot so, of pretty pictures there. Well, I mean, yeah, but if if I'm just, like, casually flipping through a book while somebody else is playing D&D, it's probably going to be the monster manual, because a lot of cool things to look at. And so, I, I don't know, Beholder's, for me, I we have yet to fight one. I've heard stories, you know, I've, I've watched other, other D&D games, listened to podcasts, everything like that. I've seen people fight Beholder's, and it's been, I mean, yes, kind of rinse and repeat, you know, I-beam attack, I-beam attack, but it's, it's been different every time. Yeah. Because they're they're so diverse. And well, the thing know. about my, them is they also usually have, like, minions. Yeah. You don't get your players and put them up against a beholder and just a beholder. Like, you make them go through a gauntlet of pain, and then they finally get to the beholder once they use most of the resources. And he is also a gauntlet of pain. Yeah. With his nine different eyes. Yeah, and get petrified. Have to... Bring him to a major cleric or something. No, beholders for me, they're just. Do they specifically have nine eyes? Mm, it's like nine or twelve or something like each that. Each eye does something different, right? Yeah. Yes, each eye does. So they specifically have a certain amount of eyes. Yeah. I just, I don't know. They're one of, if not the, definitely top three, possibly top two most iconic D and D monsters in my opinion. It's probably the thing from D and D outside of like actually presenting the game that gets parodied in media. Mm. Yes. Like Beholders. Yeah. I'll give you that one, yeah. Okay. I would say it's top of S tier, besides maybe Red Dragon. Yeah. yeah. And, like, Red Dragon's on the fucking name. Like, like if we yeah, were doing it's... a tier list, I would slide it in front of Albear. Oh, yeah. Yeah, definitely. Speaking of which, our next option is next choice is Red Dragon. S tier. Uh, first, uh, first spot on the S tier. Yeah, there's... It's like, it's like Nate said, it's in the name. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and well, the also the problem about the problem about dragons is that they're not strictly from D and D. Like Beholders and Albers both are D and D only. Like they're from yeah. D. They're from the mind of Gary Gygax. Yeah, I think I think mine are uh, uh, fucking Beholders are more D and D than Red Dragon. Mm-hmm. Dragons are fantasy. D and D is a fantasy game, but it is not all fantasy. Yeah. And like, so that's where the problem. But but then the color system really comes from D and D. Yeah, so like, Red Dragon is that not specific to the IP of the colors? Like other media's have it, but D and D has it. Like yeah, D and D was I think the one who really he set it up. Well, if you, and, like, t- really if you tell me, yeah, if you if you're telling me just a generic fantasy story, and you say there is a dragon, he is red. Okay, that's fine. But then if you turn around and say there is a red dragon, that's bo- th- those sentences have very different connotations to, yeah, yeah. Very I different mean in Aragon you know Sephira doesn't have an ice breath yeah you know yeah and in uh, Tolkien's work it only not all dragons could breathe anything and all of them that did breathe things it was fire so I, I just except for one who broke the fucking like acid fog and you're just like oh my god and the ancient red dragon is like the red ranger of the dragons yes he's so the most popular like the most famous like, he's, yep. he's on a lot of covers too he's, he's on covers he's on he's, he's what he's the example of dragons as well you think of greedy money hungry gold hoarding dragons and that's the red dragon all the other dragons are, don't do that they have different things is small red in every depiction is that like or is it like pretty much a few dragons even polymorph into humans like mm-hmm. they don't even stay as the dragon form most of the time. Yeah. Yeah, I just I, I, I don't know. I, I feel like there's not a whole lot more to say. Yeah. Red, 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 red fire. Red. They they have wings. They're powerful. He's the ice cream, like the vanilla ice cream. Flavor. I would say he's the, he's the cream, the part of ice cream. Well, in yeah. like, what were you gonna say? Nate? As far as iconography goes, like he is the D and D what Superman is to DC. That's right. Mm-hmm. With the Beholder being Batman, easily. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I, I I just like Good comparison. Like a. A casual player will probably never run into an ancient red dragon. 
simply because they know, will hear about it a thousand times over. They will hear there, any other veteran players are like, yeah, I've run a good Red Dragons before, but newer players probably never see. But them. like we have, I can think of two dragons that we have fought. I tell you, I can think of one dragon we fought, and then another one that we encountered and interacted with. Well, we fought the Mirage Dragon. Okay. Well, that was, that was a green one, though. Yeah, true. But but my my thing is like, you uh, unless you're you know starting at a high level one shot or starting with high level characters like a red dragon is something that you build up to, especially the ancient variation of it. They could very and, well be the ending of a campaign. Yeah, and so it's like p- part of how iconic it is is the, the, the struggle to get there as well. You know, because like let's say we did a campaign that took us a year and a half and it culminated with us fighting an ancient red dragon. Hey, you remember that time that we fought an ancient red dragon? I'm not just going to remember the fight. I'm going to remember the entire campaign that led up to that point, and that's what I'm going to think of is everything that went into that, and then find you know our, our Avenger culminating in this one final battle. I mean, it, if if as long as you know dragons aren't outlawed in your game or something, kind of hard to go wrong with an ancient red dragon, in my humble farmer opinion. But S tier for sure, as far as being iconic goes. All right, the next on our list is Tarask. Tarask? I am going... I think Tarask is a monster that's mostly known by people that already play d and I, I, I would, I would put it in A, yeah. yeah. If yeah. I if I called my mom right now and I said, Hey, Mom, like, what do you know about Tarasks? And she'd be like, what the hell is that? Yeah. I think if you're... I played the game, I don't know what Tarask is, or I can't remember. They are the... Depending on who you ask, there's, a, there's one of them oh. in the world that lives in the center of the earth. It can't be killed. Things like that. We haven't fought one, have we? No. no. That's the most powerful creature. Yeah, it has the highest challenge rating, but it is also one of the most easily beaten creatures if you know what you're doing. Cheesing it. That's what you gotta do. Basically, mounted cavalry archers will destroy it. It's literally immune to magic. Okay, yeah. Yeah, we talked about it when I was making my uh, my few monster manual, and you're like, yeah, just don't take a Tarrasque, essentially. Yeah. Or like ancient red or an ancient dragon. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's one of those like like Gunner said. If I went up to somebody who was not in the community and said, "Hey, what's Tarask?" Odds are they're not gonna be able to tell me. But anybody that's in the community, you heard horror stories. You, you have heard, or at least just heard of it. You know, I had some coworkers at United that said that they had been planning for weeks that they had like six or seven players that were all about to team up and fight a Tarask. Like the whole, it was a one shot where they just fought the Tarask. Yeah, and I mean it's it's kind of like the you know the ancient red dragon, the culmination of something. This is a, this is an end level thing that not a lot of casual players are going to get to see unless the DM starts them late. Or this can literally be like if you're doing a one shot, this could be the only monster you throw them against, and this yeah. will last. A yeah, this could time. be the entire one shot. Is just fight this fun. thing for four hours. Yeah. So I, I I would say as far as like fucking twenty five AC, that's nuts. Yeah. Being iconic, Tarask, and it's immunity. <laughs> Yeah, Tarask, if you've opened a D&D book more than three times in your entire life, you probably know what this is. Super iconic, but only for the people that kind of yeah. know. Yeah, fuck me, right? Yeah, fuck you, Nate. Well, even then, you had I'm it. fucking illiterate. You had an idea of what it was, though, is the thing. It was just name matching. Look at those immunities. So I, I would say Tarask, top of eight here for me. I, would I agree. Put the, I would put the Albert behind Tarask. I agree with an eight here simply because people who don't play D&D don't know what it is. Yeah. So I'll take that. What's next on the list? My level six monk could beat it. Um, <laughs> Lich. The Lich. I am kind of in the same boat I'm thinking as the Tarrasque. Yeah. One of those things. It's you know, not yes. specific, but... Yeah, like, and now, if we were talking about, like, specific liches... Yeah. Oh, we, 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 got, Shit, we, got, they, they, we got one specific lich. Well, because Aserak isn't on the list. I know who you're talking about. Aserak is not on the list. I would still put Aserak in A. 
yeah. simply because Asterix like, is not worried. Like you showed me a picture of you literally just showed me a picture of Asterix. And I was like, oh yeah, it's Vecna. <laughs> yeah, and so, uh, if you don't know anything about the game, you're not gonna know. Kind of like Gunnar said with the Tarasque. But if you are in the game, you've at least heard rumblings of oh, you know, the DM said we're gonna fight a lich next week or you know something like that. You know, liches they're they're very very I have, iconic. I have a lot of respect for like lich enemies because you can just do so much with them as a DM. Like, not only do they have the intelligence of, mm-hmm. like, whatever tier wizard they are, mm-hmm. like, they're also immortal, they've mm-hmm. got machinations, they've mm-hmm. got their... The only... Phylactery you gotta take care of. The only mm-hmm. big problem is, <laughs> they, when they die, like, you don't take their phylactery out, they are so easy to kill. They are so Oh, well, yeah. But, I mean, we're not talking about how hard they are, you know? Yeah, we're but, like, like that's, that's what I'm saying. He's like, like, you can do a lot with them, but, like, then your players just go up in one turn and you're just like... Yeah, well, but there's all my whole lot I could have done with it. But before, <laughs> but before you even mention it, every player at the table is going to know what a lich is, and they're going to prepare. And that's the that's the thing about it. I'm fine with them more turning it, as long as they've did it prepared. It's not like I threw a lich at them at random, and they're just like, all right, we're going to turn this shit. No, like they've just, been like, all right, we're going to get holy water, we're going to get this, we're going to get this, we're going to find flattery. I mean, we're at least you're going to get this for six hours before this battle. You're going to get the finger of death in there first, at least. And let it, you know, they might you might win initiative. He might have roll real poor. Well, it's just, it's just again, any everybody that's sitting at the table to play that has played more than once or twice is going to know what a lich is, and yes. I think that that very easily solidifies it a, a, a an A tier spot on how iconic. Yes. Um. What's next? Uh, the next is the Lord of All Liches, Vecna. All right. So Vecna. Vecna. Much to my chagrin, I'm going to put Vecna in S tier simply because of Stranger Things season four. I hate to do it because I, I I'm I'm gonna rehab I'm gonna reopen this can of worms just a crack. I don't like and see I, I don't want to sound like a gatekeeper because I think it's fucking phenomenal that people are getting into D and D, whether it be you know from us or from Stranger Things or whatever. I think it's amazing that people are getting in. I just I don't know. I don't like the people. You want that them are to earn their stripes before they I, yeah I think guess, I know what they're talking like, about. Yeah, like. I, I, I don't want somebody to watch two episodes of Stranger Things and then come up to me and try to have a hardcore like discussion about D and D in its entirety, not knowing about D and D. Well, see, see, my thing is that it teaches the wrong. Yeah, because Demi Gorgon and Vecna in Stranger Things is not Demi Gorgon or yeah. Vecna in D and D. They just use D and D terms. Yeah, like, that's the big problem. Is like if because this D and D movie that's going to come out. I know I'm bringing this up. Uh, it's it's gonna introduce more. It's gonna get popular. It's gonna introduce more people into the hobby, mm-hmm. and but at least it looks like it's if we teach people right. Like well, what is a gelatinous cube? Did, is this? What well, the, the druid did use her wild shape to transform into an owlbear, which you can't do. I, I unless I, it was a polymorph spell. We don't know yet. Yeah, honestly, like, I, honestly, I would let it. I would because I think because I think I think there might be something they're gonna be changing. Well, but, and that's the homebrews versus rules are written in one D and D, and we're not gonna yeah. talk about one D and D. But that'll that'll come later. But like. I think of Stranger Things to D&D as the MCU to the comic books. I'm a big comic book nut. I'm not a huge MCU nut. And so whenever I try to have a conversation with somebody and they pull all of their facts from the MCU that do not mirror the comics and I'm trying to have a comic book discussion, they don't know what they're talking about. They know what they're talking about where the MCU is concerned, but not where the comics are concerned and vice versa. It's like I, trying to compare Silver Age Superman to, you know... Man of Steel, come, Superman. Essentially, yeah. And yeah. so, so if if Stranger Things is why you got into D and D, that is, it's like no, it's not even that. It's like Bollywood Superman versus <laughs> like because <laughs> it's like, like that's not even really Superman. That's that's yeah, yeah. Uberman or whatever the fuck they call him. If Stranger Things is why you got into D and D, phenomenal. Just don't stop there. 
you know, be, be sure to do your due diligence and kind of check on things and make sure that things are good and do, do it, I, dare I say, do it correctly. There's no real wrong way to play, but do it correctly. I wouldn't say that Stranger Things teaches them wrong because, like, Demogorgon and Vecna isn't... Because in the show, they use it as a comparison. Mm -hmm. To, like, under... Because, like, in the show, they're facing things that, you know... They don't have a name for. They, they can't comprehend, so they use something that they know, like D&D, &D, to give it a name to better comprehend it. Yeah, but it's still, like, if you come into D&D &D expecting that to be Demogorgon or that to be Vecna, you're, you're not... That's not what Demogorgon and Vecna are typically in the D&D &D books. But, the, but That's the, something easy to tell somebody. Yeah. Like, yeah, it's different, because, like, if you were to put the D&D... &D, like actual Demogorgon or Vecna in the series, then it's not Stranger Things. It's the D&D show. Series, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that's what I'm saying. Is like, like, well, it, it, yeah. It's it's apples. It's all apples or oranges. Yeah. I mean, right, we just but, don't have to put our cross up and be like, "Be gone, newbies." Yeah, no, I'm not. I'm not going to no. hate people for thinking that. I'm just, I just, you know, again, it's the discussion of like, hey, I, you're this is not quite. You're, yeah. you're telling me about this Superman that it's not this real Superman. Yeah. And this is the Superman I'm talking about. That's so like, I'm like, oh yeah, how Vecna was able to cast the spell. They're like, Vecna doesn't cast a spell. Vecna's head splits apart and he goes, Rah! Yeah. In Stranger Things, they're like, no, that's not Vecna. They're like, that is Vecna. I, I think it serves as a good introduction, but don't stop there. And don't yeah. take everything that Stranger Things says with a grain of salt. Now, keep in mind, I have not seen season four, so I don't know. I think you're really... Probably the only one here who has seen it. Yeah, I've seen all of oh, yeah. Unless you okay, so you two have seen it? Okay, so Jonah Gunner and Nate have all seen it. So I, I just don't just don't stop there because the information that they give could be Vecna's definitely not a lich, so like that's just fake. So just just keep in mind it does go past Stranger Things. Um, as far as how iconic they are, I'm gonna say Vecna's S simply because Stranger Things, if he hadn't been the main antagonist of season four, he a. would be an A tier. Yeah. But due to outside media He's well, there's also is. Critical Role. And a lot of the fandom watch Critical Role. Anyway. Yeah, but that's, again, into the fandom. True. Yeah. Fair enough. I, I mean, mean I was, the, I was the, saying the, he's still solid A tier, at least. Yeah, no, yeah, for yeah, sure. he's definitely, definitely a good A tier, but he's S tier thanks to Stranger Things and Critical Role. Because Critical Role has also reached out of D&D's boundaries. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. what I was about to say was that Critical Role has, you know, fans that don't watch D&D or don't play D&D. They, they want to try, though. Good for them. Well, because there's been people that I've talked to that are like, yeah, I would never want to do this, but I enjoy watching. Yeah. So So I, I would say that that was it's also another factor of public consciousness. Yeah. yeah. All right. So Be Beckna's an S. We'll, we'll, we'll write him down as such. Next one is Orcs and Goblins. Orcs and Goblins. It's like a solid B. I don't know. I think it's an S. I would. I. I think they're fairly close to well, an S. I, I mean, the stormtroopers. Low. Yeah, orcs low and S. Goblins are in D and D. But if you go up to someone on the street and you're like, hey, what do you think of Orcs and Goblins? They're not going to be like, oh, they're my favorite race to play in D&D. They're going to be like, no, but oh, but yeah, I saw Peter Jackson's The Lord of the Rings film. Yeah. That was pretty sick. But 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 it's not a matter of what is your favorite. It's just how recognizable in the scope of the game they are. Yeah, it's not like... It's not I, about, I would give them an A. And it's not even necessarily a Low D &D. A. Yeah, let's do A's because we're talking about more D&D &D terms. If you've played D&D, &D, you know what an Orc and Goblin is. Those are probably the first things you ever fought. Exactly. But if, so, yeah, but if you don't play, you do have, you know, Lord of the Rings and, you know, Skyrim, else. you know, the Elder Scrolls as well. Well, that's why I think that's it's a B. Because he's, in, he's slaying in, me a bit. Yeah. In terms of strictly related to the place. game and, like, being popular because of the game or being known because of the game. He swayed me. I agree with Gunnar. Well, I'm not going It's less than Vecna. For sure. It's, it's for less sure. than, uh, what do we put in A? A, we put, I don't think we put anything. Tarrasque. Oh, the Tarrasque in A. Yeah. I mean, yeah. you know. As far as the game itself is concerned, I can agree with that. I would say B. I would say it's a B. 
I don't know. I feel like I feel like if you've ever played D and D, like you've said, like you've played once or twice, you've opened up the book once or twice. Mm-hmm. You've seen Tarras. Yeah. You've seen Orcs and Goblins way more than once or twice, and those are the D and D Orcs and Goblins. Yeah, but those are for people who are in the game. But my my argument yeah, is but that Tarras is like in terms of iconicness to the game to to the game like a Tarrasque is much more iconic for the game of D&D. But could you ever imagine a D&D world without orc. Orcs and Goblins? You've seen plenty without Tarrasque. My you... argument is that Orcs and Goblins <laughs> exist in other medium as well. Also, keep So in they're mind, not iconic from D&D as much mind, as they are just from everything. Keep in mind, I, then also, then, I wanted to put the then, Owlbear then, in A and we put it in S. Yeah, but then Vecna <laughs> being from straight, having its sources from Stranger Things makes it not iconic to D&D makes it iconic to Stranger Things then. I'm feeling A. What are you feeling, Jonah? I feel B. B? Okay. Alright, we'll do a we B. We put then. upper B. Upper B. I'm, I'm comfortable with an upper B. I'm comfortable with. I'm <laughs> comfortable with upper B. But even with that analogy, the term Vecna comes from D&D, so at least the people that watch Stranger know, Things know it's from D&D. From D&D. Well, orcs and goblins come from D&D, because not, they're not called orcs in. But the, in with the idea. Lord of the Rings, but they're the called I- the hobgoblins and goblins. But the idea of. Wait, they weren't called orcs in Lord of the Rings? Not until much later. The, but the idea of a goblin and everything comes from folklore and whatnot, you know, from hundreds of years ago. Mm. Right. So, they're in the same camp as dragons at that point. Yeah. Yeah. It just as far as, like, being present in mythology and whatnot, they've been around for a long time. Yeah, so. Trolls. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I, I, I feel comfortable putting them... A case could be made for a low A. I feel comfortable putting them in B. We put them in B, don't worry. So cool. next we got is Tiamat. Tiamat? That's an A. Yeah. It's just for the for the same reasons as the Tarrasque. If you've played D&D, you know who Tiamat is. If you haven't played D&D, you, you don't know. And for those that are unaware, Tiamat is one of the, the, the gods of dragons. Uh, the evil one, five heads. I feel like if you can tell them, then... That's why it's in the A. <laughs> yeah, like, it gets referenced in other movies. Maybe. I mean, is it, it was even referenced in Stranger Things. It's, yeah. it's, I mean, specific to D&D, but it, I, feel, I feel like Stranger Things is a double-edged sword feel, uses feel, an okay, Actually, I feel like Tiamat might be a B. Reason why, mm-hmm. reason why, is because, let's, uh, the Trask is an A. You always hear horror stories of Tarrasque, mm-hmm. but with dragons, it always typically comes down to never Tiamat, the god themselves. It always typically comes down to just a singular red dragon or mm-hmm. gold dragon. Yeah. I, think, I think a lot of that problem stems from the fact that it, Tiamat is a god. Yes. In, in a lot of campaigns, you might fight a red dragon, but you never fight a god. And there's just not a lot of outside things that talk about it. Like, you have the Rise of Tiamat, which doesn't even have Tiamat in it. Mm-hmm. You have, like, or the Dragon Queen's Horde. I was which, like, I don't even think that she's in Horde of the Dragon Queen. Yeah, she, so she's not even in that. The Rise of Tiamat does not even have Tiamat in it. Um, and that's just because she's just generally a god. I think... Now, should we consider Tiamat and Bahamut, like, the same entry? Possibly yes. question. Mark? Well, because I don't even think Bahamut. I think Bahamut is not even one of the most iconic. Because a lot of people don't even really know about Bahamut. They hear about the Platinum Dragon and they're like, "Oh, that's neat," and they kind of just stop at that. Tiamat's kind of more interesting, to developed character. Literally, Tiamat's yeah. more likely to be a character in your campaign. To be honest with you, I didn't hear Bahamut referred to as the Platinum Dragon until Fizzmans came out, and then I'm going back and rewatching Critical Role, or not rewatching, but I'm going back and watching it from the beginning. And there, there's an order of paladins in campaign one that follow the way of the platinum dragon. And so those are the two times that I've only... Those are the only two times that I've heard of reference of the platinum dragon. It's business so, and critical role. I, I'm fine with a B, honestly. Yeah. I'm fine yeah. with a B. Because I, 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 I just I, don't think it's as iconic. Because, like, again, I don't think... 
you're, I don't think you're, most D&D people even know, notice it or care about it. They probably know it, the name, but nothing... Yeah, nothing on. about it. Like, you see a cult of Tiamat, and that's the most you'll ever get into Tiamat's lore. Yeah. Is and, and honestly, if you're presented with a cult of Tiamat, you're probably going to be more interested in the cult rather than the Tiamat part. Or you might even join the cult. <laughs> no one D&D players. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, so I, I feel comfortable putting Tiamat at a B. Yeah. What do you think, John? You've been kind of quiet. I think B for Tiamat. What about you, Nate? I could go higher, but I respect it. Okay. What What do we got next? It's also a five-headed dragon, which is cool as fuck. Well, no, no, I'm not saying, I'm not saying how, cool, how cool they are, because I think, I think... The vast majority of them are cool, but it's a five-headed fucking dragon. It's just weird for not being higher, but like I yeah. respect the reason. I'll be honest. Next is Demogorgon. I think the Demogorgon... It's more popular in Stranger Things than it is in D&D. Yeah. Oh, yes. Oh, that's, that's, oh, yeah. that's a C. I remember learning about Possib- Demi- Possibly a D tier for me, honestly. I remember so learning about Demogorgon in D&D, and I was like, wow, that's fucking cool. But then I've never seen that and have talked about them. Really. I don't know where I would use one. Nobody's ever talked about it. It's cause, yeah. <laughs> I've never fought against but I think one, it should get that C- I think it should get a C yeah. tier just because of Stranger Things, again. Cause yeah, because if This we, is a name. Yeah, Demi-Gorgon is a name. Boost, but nobody fucking uses it. Yeah, because yes. yeah. like like a demigorgon in D, I was surprised to find out that a demigorgon in D and D was not a mix of like a mind flayer and a xenomorph, like it's presented in Stranger Things. Yeah, with or I guess more I guess more of a predator. How was the two hundred two headed monkey with like thing. reptile bits and yeah. Yeah. tongues? And yeah. you're just like, what the fuck is that? Yeah, I, I yeah I see. You know, what's up, Jonah? It's really strange how many fucking monkey demons there are in D and D. There really are. Yeah, what's I up think, with that? I think it's because the racist. They're like, yeah, I was like, it's a low key racism. I think it's speciesism. They're like, Sorry. monkeys are evil. They rip people's Sorry, faces off. We have to. Make do we have demons. a? Do we have a? An, uh, like a, like a. Uh, someone's like someone's a race for a monkey. Uh, and in, in Spelljammer. In th- uh, no, he's not like a monkey. He's like a, he's like a monkey squirrel thing. But he, but he, monkey, but he, but he re- resembles a monkey in some facet. Kind of. It took us this long to get one in fifth edition. I mean, three point five. You had the gorilla folk. <laughs> I mean, bro, I want to buy Spelljammer for that race. And the uh, the warform gnomes. What are they called? Mm. Uh, Auto gnomes. You right. should have been here for our Spelljammer discussion. <laughs> really, bro? I fucking wish I was. <laughs> All right. So, C tier is what we yeah, said. Yeah, C tier because C-tier it's just it's not super popular in D and D. It's on the cover of Out of the Abyss, mm-hmm. one of the worst modules for D and D fifth edition. <laughs> What, what's been rated? Not, well, I'm not okay, actually okay, okay, play okay. it personally. What's been rated one of the worst? Because I was just going to say, as far as like Out of the Abyss goes, a lot of people that I know that or know of that like praise Out of the Abyss, they, they don't do it for the story. They do it for things that you could pull. So I, I can see what you're saying. Well, and it's also, it has nothing to do with demons. It has nothing to do with the Abyss, which is, what, which is why it's so lowly rated. Well, Out of the you, Abyss you, is the Underdark. Well, yeah, but you hear out of the abyss, which is the whole dimension where demons come from. Mm-hmm. You think you're gonna fight some demons? It's just drow, drow and flumps, <laughs> drow flumps and drugger. So yeah, Demigorgon, C tier for sure. Uh, Abolith, Abolith, Abolith. That's a C. I'm I would put Abolith in a C or a D tier. Yeah, I mean, it's it's if such you an, know D and D, you've you've heard of them. I it's I such an uncommon it. monster. That it's not prevalent. I, I feel like I feel like the abolith is like, but it's definitely something that belongs to D and D. As yeah, yes, def- it's definitely a D and D creature. As far as D and D goes, I feel like the abolith is a little bit of like esoteric knowledge. Like you can live your entire D and D career without knowing that aboliths exist, but the moment you do know, 
they're just that much cooler and you want to rank them a whole lot higher but the they're 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 so it's the same with team on they're yeah. yeah they're so circumstantial you can't just use what's the problem with half the game. monster manual like how many of these monsters will we ever realistically fight in our dnd careers yeah Bro, i saw fucking dinosaurs in here yeah like <laughs> would that'd be fucking awesome i fought a t-rex before like for watery depths i'm going through all of the bestiary books you know monster manual follows all those books there's a zombie one and i'm shout out zombies I'm, I'm going through and I'm making a list of all these like nautical monsters, you know, so monsters that could be in the water or close to water, things like that, to, to try and use, you know, to, to broaden my, my repertoire and things like that. But, I mean... The outlet's too strong. <laughs> like well, well yeah, I mean, you get there, you get there. But like, <laughs> but, like the fact that I can... I, I guess the fact that I can do that, I can go through and I can make a list of monsters... For this one very niche like location for y'all to fight the ocean or like coastal towns or something like that just goes to show that like you were saying gunner they're so how many dd you, games actually go to the water you have yeah they like you can only use these guys in certain areas and it when you make it to that area it's really really cool to be able to throw this at them but how many pages of the monster manual are wasted because like landry said most D games don't go to the open seas some D and D games don't go to the Underdark. Some D and D games only that, happen in the Underdark. You know, there's yeah. a reason goblin orcs are so common to fight because they're everywhere. Yeah, because you can just find them whenever. Yeah, and that, that's that's the cool. Yeah, that's the reason why they're that's so powerful. Yeah. All so right. Next one so is going to be where did we put Abolith? C C tier. C. 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 Okay. Yeah. I'm next one's going to be a very very popular one. It's called the Mind Flayer. The Mind Flayer. I think. Uh, I'm thinking A. I think it's it's a Tarask situation. Yeah. Anyone that's ever played D and D and has dealt with mind flayers. It also has Stranger Things for it. And Baldur's Gate. Like an A S here. I just, I I really really want to put mind flayer in an S tier. I don't have a whole lot of reasoning for why though. I watched, well here's here's my reasoning. Like what were you saying, Nate? I might be an outlier, but I watched Stranger Things before I played D and D, and I knew what a mind flayer was before I watched Stranger Things. At that. Okay. Like, say fair, fair enough. That means outside before Stranger Things, even mind flares were kind of popular. Like, mind flares are kind of popular. Like, well, even like just as far as their appearance goes, like just their super physical iconic. appearance. Yeah. Davy Jones. Everybody knows who Davy Jones is. True. It's not too far of a step to just think of a mind flare at that point. You know. I I think it's not an S because I don't think it's reached that the public decorum of something like of a red dragon, dragon. Yeah. A red dragon like Easy i'm, I'm comfortable with an a I, yeah i think it's a high a i want to put it in a very high a what do you think jonah okay so if beholders are an s tier though then i feel like mind flayers should be as well but no I, but I feel beholders like... i think are more D D and are actually more popular i'm just saying jonah the mind flayer is not on this cover i mean that's true when it's that's like true. like nate said you know, when was the last time you saw a Mind Flayer parody in popular media? It happens to be Holders a little bit more often. Yeah. That's so, true. I, I, I've seen like, Holders in a cartoon before. Yeah. Like I said, I want to put Mind Flayers in S tier. I just can't think of enough reasons to do so. So It's, I, a, it's I, like the head of A. Very top of A. I, I would put Mind Flayer at the top of A tier. Yeah, for sure. Maybe Tarasco, but that's the, mm. only, thing, the only thing I maybe would put. Like I would say in terms of notoriety... I would say mind flayers are known more than Tarasks. I feel like so, but I feel like also Tarask has got a more dedicated group to it than mind flayers. Well, yeah, but it's just a matter of when you think this, how I I, I would just argue that mind flayers mm. are more iconic than the Tarask is. I would agree. Next is Orcus. Orcus, uh, God of Death. I want to say B, 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 possibly a C. 
how many campaigns or players have realistically even heard of Orcus? Uh, I have heard. Fourth edition, you hear about him a lot. He's one of the main bad guys in fourth edition. True. Well, 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 I was like, let's talk to Fifth. Do it. I was like, none of us have played Fourth Edition. I know. I have I've run into the name I've run into the name Orcus three times. One of them was in passing mention in Planar. One of them was in a one shot that actually led up to Planar that was not mentioned or that was not recorded. And then again, Critical Role Campaign One, they speak of Orcus as well. So those are the three. Uh, other than me just flipping through a book and reading about him, and or, you know talking to you about the Blood Wars or whatever, those are the only three times that I have organically come across Orcus. As a D, I've, I've been playing the game for three years. Honestly, I think we should put him in a C tier. A C tier? I'm, I'm fine with a C tier because I think he's the same doing Gorgon thing. Had I not, like, I think I think in fourth edition, if we if we were doing fourth edition, he'd be in A tier because he's the like, front and center. He's the on the monster manual. He's, he's the he, Vecna of fourth edition. He's, yeah, he's the Vecna, the beholder of fourth edition. Yeah. But five, he's been around since 2014. Yes, so it's been around the last eight years. Yeah, so like he's kind of been out of it. Not really out, because obviously he's still part of the game, but he yeah. hasn't had his edge in like... He hasn't been a main focus. And, and I think exactly. in the lore, he like actually fucking dies or something like that. So I, I don't know. I'm not a huge fan of Had I not so. played, been, played Ben, I wouldn't have known who that was, because I looked for the gods, because I was playing a paladin. Yeah. yeah. So like, if you've never played, like, really looked into like the pantheon of D&D, you don't fucking know who that is, unless like, you know, like, he's in a campaign, yeah. or like he's presented to you. Yeah. Yeah. And that's where Vecna would have been if he wasn't in very important in both Stranger Things and Critical Role. Right. Well, and then also, you know, 3.5 and 4th and 2nd and everything. Because he had... Yeah, he's, he's, I don't he's, remember which edition it was. It was either 2nd or 3.5. But he had three whole modules that were just about him. He I, was think the was, main I think focus. it was 3.5. Yeah, he was the main focus of at least three modules. And so. he, he does have still has a module here, but Orcus just literally hasn't popped up again. Yeah. So yeah, Orcus. I, yeah. Yeah. So Orcus, we're comfortable putting him in C tier. Oh yeah. Yeah. Next is the mimic. 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 A. I think S. I think S. Especially really? where like, like the like video game audiences and everything are concerned. I want to say S tier. I want to say S tier too. I I want to put S tier, but I'm not sure how many people that like. See mimics. Hey, what's a mimic? Yeah, uh, you know. Uh, yeah. Probably don't know that it's from D and D, right? Yeah. If yeah. anything, they might be like, "Oh, I saw a clip of that from Dark Souls." Yeah. What were you saying, Jonah? Basically, that like they're in Dark Souls. They're in. Yeah, but those aren't D and D. Like that's not D and D. If that was a D and D game, then yeah, we could add that to the repertoire. But now, yes. but should but they put, originated from S from D and D. But should we put it higher on the list like we did with Vecna because of the. The, the, the outside influence. exposure. If you had asked me what a mimic was prior to playing D and D with you guys, I want to say I would have told you I would have thought of like a doppelganger instantly. Like that's what I thought of okay. when I first learned what a mimic. Like before I knew it was like yeah. a tier. I, mean, I think I think a tier. I'm fine. Well, because before I played D and D, I knew what a mimic was. I, as did I. But, but I did think you I knew... associate it with D and D, or did you just know what it was? I associated it with Dark Souls. Exactly. Was my thing. So. Because we're talking about this list in a sense of it being iconic because of 2D&D. Yeah. 2D&D. Two, and because. It's kind of that thing yeah. I want to put it in S, but can't think of enough reasons why. So I'm comfortable with putting Mindflay, or uh, Mimics in A. Because I love Mimics. I would yeah. put Mimic in S if I could think of a reason for it. No. Yeah. Now what about the Wyvern? The wyverns, C tier, C, C or yeah. C. They're just diet yeah. dragons. They're cool, but they're just diet dragons. And there's a lot. There's a lot of media with them. A yeah. lot of things with yeah. them that Mythology, aren't D, Yeah, that aren't just D and D. 
So it just doesn't. They're not. I might even put it in D. D I, I would say Wyverns would probably go to D tier. Just because, I mean. Do you think they're more iconic than. An, I guess an Abolith. Because my thing is, people don't even know about that much about Abolith. Yeah. Everybody knows a Wyvern, and so you can get that little bit of association with D and D. So then, should we move Ab? Well, because I don't think Abolith should be. In D-tier. I don't think it. So I think I think I think it should be in a C tier, but maybe a low C tier. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. they're nothing really special except like they're fucking everything. No. Now we're doing the Drow. The Drow, drow. which I personally think. It pains me to say... Is an S tier. I want to put him in S tier. As much as I don't want to put him in S tier, I want to put him in S tier. And that's for the single purpose of R.A. Salvatore's Driss series, which has 30 books in it. It does. It's good enough to have 30 books. It's one of the best-selling book series. It made the drow for Dungeons & Dragons. It's canon of Dungeons & Dragons. I'll say... it is Dungeons & Dragons. I would say S tier, simply because its only association is... Dungeons and Dragons. Yeah, there is Dark Elves or exist. related media. Yeah, Dark Elves exist, but nothing that like Drow exists. If Loth and their pantheon and the Underdark is so D and D centric and only that it's none of the else could take yeah. this successfully. Uh, anyone that knows the term Drow and knows that it means a Dark Elf knows that it's from D and D. Because yeah. that's even if you don't know that means dark elf, you think you know D and D and D and D. Well, because like like whenever I think of a dark elf, I think of an Elder Scrolls dark elf. You know the 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 relation to fire and Azura and the curse and the blowing up of Red Mountain and everything. But you hear the word drow. But whenever I think it's of D&D. drow, I think of a dark elf, but in the sense of D and D, I think of the underdark and the pale skin and Duristoburin yeah. and things like that. Yeah. It, but I. <laughs> I just don't like Drow as the thing. That's why. Oh, I, I'm not. That's a, why I don't want to put him in S. But I don't I, even like the Underdark. I don't like. I, I don't like Drow. I don't like Drift series that much. But I, I can understand that it's what brought a lot of people into Dungeons yeah. and Dragons. Like it brought a that Drift series is one of the one of the like a huge selling book series. But it's, I mean, same thing for Stranger Things. You know, just just don't don't stop at the Drift series. There, there's more past it. You know. So, I, as much as I don't want to do it, simply just because I don't like them, <laughs> I, I think they belong in S. I agree. Jonah? What do you think? If I cared enough, I could say for A, but I, get, I, I see why S. Yeah. I think, I think they're I think, I think it's also a personal experience. You've never really messed with You think with they're me. A, Jonah? I don't I have enough connection a. to the drop. Like, I know what they are, but, like, I don't know. Because, yeah, the Drift series exists, Jonah's but, like, I didn't even know about the Drift series until I started playing D&D. That is also true. I didn't know that that was a thing until... Yeah, we had a character built. I, I don't know. So. I've, I've talked to people who've who've never played D anD D before who've read the Drift series. Yeah, and I mean that's just a matter of what's to be fair, literary circles. I also didn't know it. about the Drift series until I told you a certain someone's backstory. Oh yeah, fair enough. So I I, I could make a case for a high A low S. I think it's also with the older crowds because like I know a lot of older uh, people. Yeah. who would who have never played D anD D who have been like around for second and third. Well, let's be honest. Like most of our generation doesn't even read books in the first place. So. Yeah, so that's why that's probably another reason why we never heard of Drisk because a lot of people just don't go to Barnes and Noble not anymore. anymore. Yeah, yeah. Let me, I go just not for not for that. Not for Drisk. Speaking for of which, D&D I started shit. a really good new book series. Cool. Uh, it's called uh, the Stormlight Archives. Super good. Okay. All right, we'll give book breaks to the end. Where are we where where are we putting them? We we have high A or low S. I think a low S because I, I I still think it has a, enough. The impact trial, it has on the fantasy genre is kind of yeah undeniable. Yeah. yeah. Jonah, how do you feel about that? It's fine with me. 
Okay. All right. Genie. Genies. Genies in the sense of D and D. Let's keep that in mind. In the sense of D and D, I think they're like a C tier. Yeah. I'm not S tier. I'm a C tier. Because because whenever I think of a genie, you know, I think of Robin Williams and Aladdin. Yeah. Arabian like style. Yeah. Yeah. I think I think of Sinbad. Things like that. But to be fair, they're not super different from. I'm a hardcore D and D player, and when I hear genies, I don't think of D and D immediately. Now, whenever I. Having been a, a, a hardcore D&D player, whenever somebody says genie and I like see it in my head, I don't see it spelt G-E-N-I-E. I, mean, I see, see it D-J-I-N-N-I. I see yeah. genie is how I see it spelled, but I still think of the Robin Williams genie from Aladdin. So I think I think C tier on genies for D&D simply because we've run into I completely agree. We've run into one of them in the the years. Hazard that even might be a D. Yeah, a D for I could, a D. You know what? I'll take I'll take a D. Because, well, because you got to think though, like, because whenever you tell somebody, hey, you know, we're gonna fight a genie, yada yada yada. Okay, whatever. Hey, you open that chest and you found the Afriki male in there. You know, Afriki or fire genies. I would be more pumped to find the Afriki male than I would at the prospect of fighting a genie. If that makes any sense. I I want to put them at D because they don't offer a whole lot to the being so iconic for the game. But like, yeah. maybe the items that come from them do a little bit. But I don't know. I mean, let's be honest. If if you look into a treasure chest, are you gonna recognize the name Pearl of Power or a 3D chainmail? You know, he's got a point. He's got a point. Like even in terms of items, they're nothing special. Yeah, I mean, which you know, which one you know sounds better? You know, without Nate, I'm gonna ask you this question because you guys know Nate. Which one sounds better, the Oath Bow or the 3D chainmail, or the Luck Blade? Luck blade. The luck or the holy avenger. You know what the luck blade is? I don't. I imagine it's a lucky blade. So, so, th- so these items just that just wishes. What the fuck? Yeah, it's legendary. But th- these items that have you know this this extra oomph to them would would overshadow that. So I'm I'm okay personally putting them in a D tier. Yeah, I'd put them in D tier. D for genie. <laughs> D for digini. Okay. I was like, it's not delivery. It's digini. <laughs> Uh, next we have the Displacer Beast. Displacer Beast? B. That's something, I don't even know what it is. It's like honest. the, it's like the black the... dog that has the tentacles that come it's up. It's a panther. It's, yeah. it's, no, I oh. said it's a panther, yeah. Okay. Yeah, with the, with the, yeah, with the weird, and they teleport. And okay. The, you know that, you know that teleporting hound you gave me? Yeah. That was a blink dog. The blink dog, no, the blink dogs and the Displacer Beast are mortal enemies. Really? Cats yes. and dogs. Cats I, and dogs. Oh, Holy okay. shit, I didn't know that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I would put the Displacer Beast at a solid B. Yeah, I would say B because I think it is more... It's Because it, there's not really... It's not any other things. A teleporting cat, yes. But a teleporting panther with tentacles on its back, that is definitely... A Displacer Beast is an iconic D&D thing. After you said that, I realized that I knew exactly what it was, and not only have heard of it, it's... I was quite aware of it, its existence. <laughs> yes. It's like a Western uh, Ketsune yeah. from like, Japanese mythology, yeah. which I, I think it's fucking awesome. But if we think it's B, like, I'm pumped up. Yeah. What do you, I mean, Jonah, Nate, I mean, do y'all have anything to say? I think they're really cool. I just have a bias. Like, it's yeah. a fucking pant. Like, well, it's just fucking awesome. I mean, that's me with mine players. I have, yeah. I have a bias. Jonah? Displacer Beast. I'm please. okay with that. You're okay with B? Mm-hmm. All right. All right. Rats. That is a D rats? tier. That's an F. <laughs> that is an F. It's like, yeah, it's like... Because everything has rats. Okay, Every okay, fantasy. Okay. I was gonna, I was, not... Yeah, I was going to say, as far as fantasy games go, the rat is an S tier. As far as D and D, Dungeons and Dragons Fifth yeah. Edition goes, rats are an F tier. I, I can agree with that because yeah. I mean, I could I could list off fifty monsters 
that I would think of just off the top of my head before I even <laughs> thought of rats or even a swarm of rats. Indeed, yeah. And then you think of fantasy, you're like, oh, it's always the first d- yeah, it's rat. Yeah, the sewer level. Yeah. yeah, it's the sewer level. Like I, I could, I could be, Arr! I could, Arr! I could be a druid. What's what's the druid subclass that uh, like the swarm keeper? Yeah, or is That's it the ranger? ranger? I could be a ranger swarm keeper, and I could probably list fifty animals that I would have a swarm of before rats. Yeah, honestly, rats really cost yeah. my. I think of beetles. I think yeah, chickens. I, I, I think velociraptors. Should I think it's dishonored think... more than I think of. Yeah. D&D. Yeah. <laughs> so as far as Dungeons and Dragons goes, I'm going to put him an F. Jonah, how do you feel? You were kind of I quiet. agree with that. All right. Rats would be fucking wild. Rats would be like anything. No, they'd be cool, but I just, I, they're not the first thing just I think of when I think iconic. Because yeah. that, that's the thing. I, I want to rank these in how badass I think they are, and rats yeah. would definitely not be F, Giant especially rats, a swarm of them. Probably fucking B. But uh, yeah, I, as iconic in D and D, and then Dark Souls, are... Dark Souls. You know, think Dark Souls rats? I mean, just the think big the, rats ass, the, the Princess big Bride. You know, like that's oh my god, or like the big ass rat down in the depths in Dark Souls One. You know, that has the axe sticking out of his face yeah. and everything. Like that's a cool thing. As soon as somebody says the depths, I think of that, and then I think of the basilisks. That's iconic for Dark Souls One. Not so much for Fifth Edition. Those fucking rats. Elementals. Ele- as like it's just as a whole. As a, uh, we just put elementals. Elementals. They're they're part of folklore. But most of my influence that I've seen at least was from D and D. It's either that or it's going to be that fake ass. Uh, people are going to just people are going to strangle me for saying this. The Hercules movie. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh, where the, where, the, where the, the Titans where the Titans are elementals, which is not how Titans are in no. Greek mythology. But yeah, I, I really hated that movie. It's we're just we're not talking. Yeah, yeah, we're not going to talk about that movie. Danny DeVito was the only saving grace. <laughs> he was in that. Yeah, he was the. He's he's he was Phil. He's Phil. Oh, Disney Hercules? Like, okay, okay, I was thinking of that shitty live action one when you were like getting mad. I'm like, oh, I was thinking of that shitty one. Okay. Oh, with uh, Dwayne? Yeah, 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 yeah. I was yeah. Like, talking about, about um, like the Legend of Hercules or whatever. No, fucking, what am I thinking of? Wrath of the Titans? No. Oh, Curse of the Titans and Wrath of the Titans. Perseus? No, no he's talking about there being a live action one where Dwayne the Rock Johnson plays like 26 years. Oh, I forgot about that. Wait, and he yeah. throws a horse over his head and you're like, whoa! Which would not be outside of the realm of possibility, but... I, I really like the original, like, 70s mm-hmm. uh, Clash of the Titans. Yes. Yeah, then they and made then the remake. The remake was One of my favorite parts... See, I, I, I'm, I'm partial to the remake for nostalgic purposes, but, like, one of my favorite parts of the remake, you know, because in the original, that little bronze owl that flies around with them is a really big yeah. part. And so in the remake, whenever they're gearing up, well, he, 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 he picks yeah. it up and he's like, what about this? And the guy's like, leave it. And so he just tosses it over his shoulder and it's never talked about again. I found that yeah. hilarious. But as far as, 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 far as iconic in 5th edition... Elementals that could be a C. that could be a high C for me. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm okay with a C, simply because I, I mean, Nate turned into a giant salamander in a Vardy. Genies are elementals technically. I mean, uh, the, the if I heard fire elemental, I'm thinking Elder Scrolls more than I'm thinking. Yeah, it's like the Atronax or something. Indeed. True. Yeah. What did we say? High C, low B, something like that. High C. High C. I'm I'm fine with high C. Now C. we got a name. Flavor, please. Now we got a name uh, called Strahd. Strahd? That has to be an A or B tier. Strahd, for me, it's Strahd's a very high A for me. It falls into the same thing as, you know, the, the Tarrasque and whatever else we have. It, Anyone if, that if has played D&D has heard of Strahd. Yeah. 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 People who haven't played D&D can know Strahd. Actually, you so might even be an S tier. I would say yes. I could go because because I because people see that and when I'm looking at the coffin right there, and mm-hmm. as people see that book and they that sticks with them. I I think it's less oh hey that's Strahd and it's more oh hey that's like, a vampire, cool vampire from D and D. 
I, I think I think the concept I'm, I'm of vampirism okay not a cool vampire a cool vampire lord put some I, fucking respect people who don't play wouldn't know that they would just know that he's that vampire guy from D&D they wouldn't know enough about him to nudge it into S for me He's an he's an S tier for people who he's are not in the he's not in enough other things like he's not enough talked about enough in like social medias and like I did I, see a Scott Funko pop the other day at GameStop. You did? I did. It, came, it comes with a D twenty. I thought that was really mm, cool. That's actually pretty. Yeah, fucking they have good. that one. They have the they have a beholder. I'm pretty the sure. beholder, and then I think they have a minmit. They have a gelatinous cube. Gelatinous cube is the third one. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I, as far as we just didn't I, put a gelatinous cube on here, are we fucking retarded? Because we just fought one. Well, let's let's just let's just rank that real quick. Because this will take our list to 23. July has cube. It's a hard A, a for me. It's a hard yeah, A. High B. No, I'd say a. It's very iconic for d and It's one of the first for, things for people a, in the game. A. 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 a, a, a with me. I say A. Okay, so, but we're going to say Strahd and Gelatinous Cube are both A. Yeah. Okay. Alright, next okay, group is Giants. Giants? Giants. Like, there's so many Giants in every year. I'm going to say A. I'm, I'm not going to say that they're strictly related. To, when I hear giants... But they're really important to the lore of D&D. And like, you, know, like, you don't like the lore. Like you, When you even read a magical item description, typically it's made by a giant. But the, They made so many magical items. But the layman person doesn't care or know about the lore. I, mean, I people, know, but I'm not talking about the layman. I'm talking about giants. anybody who's like read into, into, into the lore. Not even the lore. It's like, super iconic to D&D at all. The average layman probably knows giants from Jack and the Beanstalk more. Well, that's than why I'm, that's why I'm fighting against the A. I'm, that's what I'm saying. It's like if you look into it, they're very important to lore, but that's, that's it. Yeah, I'd yeah. say they're at least. I think B, low B, maybe I, I, a high C. I feel comfortable putting giants in a B because I think they're more iconic than Orcus. Like I think you. I, I would say giants are more for people who aren't in the know. Giants are more iconic than Orcus. Yeah. 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 What do you think, mate? I want to say A, but Giants are also just badass, so I can go for B. See, I really like Giants, too. Giants are cool. They're interesting. They get, they're get they fucking huge. They, they can, get shit done. Yeah, but we're not talking about how cool they are. I know. We're talking about yeah. like, how I, I know. I've got my bias to the side. Then for, cool. then for some reason, y'all maybe add a troglodyte and... <laughs> Tro- troglodyte's a hard, like, That's high a, a for me. High S. For, like, as Man, I... We're as, all over the place. As, no, okay. Hear me out. As... Just looking at how iconic for the game they are, they suffer from the, if you ask somebody who's never played what this is, they're probably going to tell you, oh, that's an insult that I've heard before. Yeah. That's it. So we can't, we can't, you know, hold that into account. But if you ask a D&D player, hey, what's a troglodyte? I feel like they're going to know because they're low in the, in the Lysander Express, the guys that dropped down from the ceiling and like their, their breath was bad enough that you had to make con saving throws. Sure. I don't think he actually played in that one. No, I didn't. I, for me personally, I think that's a, because, I think that's because you looked them out a little bit more than other people might have. I I don't even think so. I just I, how, many, I know. How, many, how many conversations about troglodytes have you had? Well, okay, I mean, this is, talked about troglodytes a lot. Fair, yeah. like to be fair, <laughs> and this is also the only D and D people that I talk about. Like I said, they're not an S because a layman person isn't going to know what a troglodyte I don't. Is. I think they're going to be in C tier, just because I like I could go with B. I know a the, lot about D&D. I don't even know what their stat block could possibly look like. Do you know what they look like? No. Okay, alright, so Jonah's at what? C. 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 B. I'm at a C. I'm at an A. I'm comfortable going to a B, but it sounds like they're going to get put in C. So but they're going to be put in a high C, but... High C. High C. I could cope with that. And that's just because, like, I know y'all have been talking about it a lot, but I think there's... Eric, again, has these, like, micro-obsessions where he's like... <laughs> 
this specific item is this specific creature is super cool to him, and so he wants to push it forward, and so that's why y'all talk about it a lot, rather than it be more iconic to D anD. d Oh no, I think they're if, useless. No, if you think of if you think if you know what troglodyte is, it's a D anD. d creature completely. There's no you, there's no getting that out of your mind, mm-hmm. but you have to know about it. And it could it could just be my experience because you used him quite a bit as a DM. You were my only DM for a long time. I don't think I've used a single troglodyte. Yeah, you have. <laughs> because my my encounterings of troglodytes as an early player kind of what shaped that. When like, I, I ran it before we started recording, I've run into troglodytes quite a bit, especially in my early formative days. I guess is why I think they're more iconic than they are. Maybe it was just a fluke thing that just ended up getting used. I don't. I think they're fairly iconic. But if if we vote to put the, like I said, these the lowest that I'll comfortably go. But if we put them in C, we're putting them in C. See, I know they're a D and D creature. I think of the insult every time because I've heard it my entire life. Yeah, that sounded really sad. I wasn't called a troglodyte. I've just known the word my oh, entire I life. I call people troglodytes. Oh yeah, no, I was called it, but like not like not enough, like, unnecessarily. A lot of things affected my self esteem as a kid. That wasn't one of them. But all right, give us give us our S tier list. All right, our S tier breaks down to the owl bear, the beholder. The Red Dragon, Vecna, and the Drow. Okay. Our A tier is going to be Tarasque, Lich, the Mind Flares, Mimics, Strahd, and the Gelatinous Cube. Our B tier? Our B tier is going to be Orcs and Goblins, Tiamat, Displacer Beast, and Giants. Okay. Our C tier is Demigorgon, Adolith, Orcus, Elementals, and the Troglodyte. Okay, and then D. And then D tier is going to be the Genie. Alright. And then F tier, Rats. Rats. Does anybody have any changes they would like to make? That sounds perfect to me. I can't think of a single change. Owlbear just doesn't fit in S tier. I don't know. I gotta say it. I gotta say Owlbear, it. I'm team Owlbear and I kind of get it. Like, I, Owlbear's an A for me, but... It can go to A because I don't feel right with that in S tier and the Lich and the Mind Flare in A. That's kind of fucky. Yeah. I can go with A for Well, because I think Liches, Liches are not just known for D&D. That was my argument, too. Owlbears are strictly D&D. There's, like, there's no other source or medium with Owlbears in it but D&D. Like, if you Owlbear's think of Owlbear, you think of D&D. Yeah, which you probably think, oh, just a necromancer. And, like, there's tons of stories of necromancers. Like, there's fucking Harry Potter. When I think Lich, I think Adventure Time, but also... Or Adventure Time. Adventure Time is not a D&D. Yeah. The Lich is the main bad guy of Adventure I love him. I think that's a, that's a fairly solid list. Yeah. But if nobody's got any changes... I think that's gonna do it for us. This was a... This was a new format for us. Just this, uh... Tier wrestling. Tier next uh, next tier list is going to be who is the uh, hottest D&D races. Uh, my like first one pass. is Hag. Okay, uh, all right. Let's do, yeah, we should do a Smasher Pass next. <laughs> okay, hold on. Can we just pull out the Monster Manual and just do like smash 30 pages pass. Smasher Pass? Oh my God. Maybe, maybe. But that's maybe there, there might be more of these tier list rankings that's later so on. That's so topical. That's a Smash. <laughs> I was like, Lich. Smash. There might be more of these. We're not sure. I kind of like it. Hammer. But... Uh, that's going to do it for us tonight. Thank you all for listening. Thank you all for showing up and helping with this list. And we'll catch all you guys next week. Here, and you find yourself in an inn.